Hey everybody, what's happening? Welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. I'm back. I'm back, baby. You thought that I left you. You thought that I abandoned you. You said finally this this loser got the idea and he's gonna quit making this garbage and put it into all of these podcasts and platforms just like spewing his verbal sewage that makes no one a better person. He puts it on the internet and finally he stops. I didn't stop. <laughs> what happened is my health has been cattywampus for the last two weeks, right? My health has been cattywampus. My health was cattywampus. And so I spent a lot of um, the last two weeks in bed ill and messed up. And I'll talk about that a little bit later in my podcast because I see the humor in some of it now. Just at the time, like when you're going through stuff, sometimes you, you fail to see the humor. Sometimes when other people are going through stuff, I'm just like, this is hilarious. And they're like, what? And I'm like, just believe me. You'll look back on this and it will be hilarious to you too. So I want to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. But since I spent so much time in bed, uh, over the last two weeks, I binge watched on Amazon Prime the show called Sneaky Pete, right? And Sneaky Pete first caught my eye because the main actor in Sneaky Pete, how many times can I say Sneaky Pete? It, does it annoy you when people say the same thing over and over again? Sometimes it gets on my nerves. If it's like something that's not, it's like, I don't want to hear that. That's not nice sounding. But if it's like kind of nice sounding, I don't really mind. You know, Sneaky Pete, that, that's not too bad. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I started watching the show called Sneaky Pete with Giovanni Ribisi. And the reason it caught my eye is because Giovanni Ribisi was in my favorite movie when I was around, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. There's this movie um, called Suburbia, right? And Suburbia was kind of a teenage drama. I guess they were 20-something years old. It's people that were out of high school, but they were stuck in this small uh, kind of suburban town. And... Um, it was just a drama about these friends that hung out um, outside of 7-Eleven drinking beer and just talking all night, right? The whole movie, it was really low budget. And it all took place um, outside this gas station, right? And Giovanni Ribisi was like the main character in the movie. He was like the conflicted youth, right? And it kind of, every character in that movie kind of represented, uh, kind of represented a different group, you know, they kind of identified with different, uh, kind of personalities, you know, and I kind of could relate to, um, his character a little bit, and then there were a couple characters that I kind of related to, and I just liked it. You know how when you're a teenager, everything's so dramatic, I feel these feelings so strongly, and then when you grow up, and just the world is so bitter and cold, and like, you find out that no one really cares what your point of view 
is, you know. So it really doesn't matter that more, that much anymore. And you're just like, ah, I really don't feel anything anymore. It really doesn't matter. And then when you see the conflicted youths, you're just like, dear Lord God. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I tried to find that movie when I got older, because I was like, I want to watch Suburbia again. You know, I, I it holds a special place in my heart. Even, you know, stuff that you like when you're younger and you look back, even if it's like a musical group and you look back and uh, it might seem kind of corny, you know, but you have that special sentimental attachment to it. So I wanted to buy it. I looked and looked everywhere and I used to have it on VHS. Um, but who knows where that went. Um, and I looked for it on DVD or Blu-ray. And I guess it was just a movie that they decided not to put onto DVD. I guess it was such low budget. They're like, man, I ain't even put, like the DVD, VHS, the DVD guy was like, man, I ain't even putting so bro, nobody, who, who's going to miss this, you know? And, uh... I never ran across that. Any movie that I tried to get from back in the day, I've never, you know, you can get probably Charlie Chaplin's entire works on DVD, but you couldn't get my favorite movie from when I was a teenager. But I finally found on bootleg. Like, I finally I finally found some bootleg, uh, some criminal like Suburbia, so that's cool. But uh, anyway, Sneaky Pete, man, it's a good show. It's like this con man who steals his cellmate's identity. And I'm not going to go all into it because, like, if you want to, if you're into that kind of thing, it's really, I liked it. It was like, I don't know, it's not the greatest show ever made in the history of the world. But, you know, if you're sick or hospitalized, it's pretty all right. <laughs> so watch it or don't, you know, it doesn't matter. So, let me tell you about my experiences over the last couple of weeks while I've been without you and while you've been without me. Well, I guess it's while you've been without me. All right. So, this is what, this is what, what had happened was uh, I hurt my back a little over two weeks ago, right? And usually when I, when I, you know, it's not, it's not something that's uncommon for me to to strain my back a little bit um, and to feel rough, but usually I just work it out, right? So when it initially happened, I was like, well, I'm just going to work this out. And I mean, it was really getting painful from the first day uh, that it happened was it was really painful. I mean, even to the point where I was walking I was kind of more shuffling um, because my back would just lock, right? It would just, like, seize up, and that's, like, a bad, I mean, that's a bad thing when it gets to that level. And I hadn't really thrown my back out this badly and probably, I want to say it's probably been over 10 years since I've hurt myself this bad. And uh, so what I did was I tried to push through it 
um, for a couple days and just maybe it'll work out, you know? And it just like progressively got worse and worse until I finally went to an urgent care doctor on the weekend two weeks ago. And, uh, and so I went to the urgent care doctor and they were like, dude, um, you've got muscle spasms in your back and, uh, we're not going to do any x-rays or anything because this is like an urgent care. (laughs) So they just said to ice it and gave me some medicine and said to keep on ice, right? And so I had like a few days off. I had three days off. And uh, so I was like, that's cool. So I did that for three days. And, you know, come Tuesday when I was supposed to go back to work, I was like, this isn't, yeah, this, something's wrong. Some, this is not any better, you know? So I went to my doctor and, uh, so I went to my doctor and he was like, you know, this is cool what they're treating you this way. Um, this is fine and this is fine, but let's not do this. Let's do instead of, instead of ice, let's do heat, right? And I was like, at this point, I'm willing to do anything because it's just like constant. You know when you're hurt and if you don't move, it doesn't hurt. Um, With this, it was like constant pain, no matter what position, no matter what. I mean, it was just horrible, right? And so I was willing to try anything. So I said, all right, I'll try the heat. So I tried the heat. And that was a disaster. Like, that made me just constantly, it was like, oh, man. After I did that, it was terrible. And so I went back to ice, right? And I just did this for days and days and days. I did ice. Well, towards the end of that week, um, when I started to be able to, like, move around and get around better, um, I was in the shower Um, because some days I'm not gonna lie, I'm not nasty. I'm not a nasty person by any means, but I mean, sometimes it was just like a whore's bath in the sink, you know, sometimes because I couldn't, I couldn't move, you know what I mean? And, uh, and so towards the end of the week, I was in the shower and I was washing and, you know, washing, like bringing my foot up to where I could wash my foot. And, like it was numb. My foot was numb. And I mean, it just felt like a pen, kind of like pins were going in. Like when your foot's asleep and you're trying to wake it up, you know, like you sat on the toilet too long. Maybe you were on Twitter or you were playing Candy's Crush on your telephone and, you know, you were on the potty and like, your legs went to sleep. That <laughs> can't be. I can't be the only person that ever had their legs go to sleep on the toilet. Maybe that's why. I wonder if you have like one of those padded. Those are nasty. I wouldn't want one, but you know, like your grandma or somebody would have the padded uh, toilet seats. I wonder if you're sitting on a padded toilet seat if your legs still go to sleep. You know? Probably not. Because that would be like a padded chair. Maybe it's the hole. I think the hole in the middle of the toilet seat puts more pressure. 
you know, around the re- around the rest of what you're sitting on, you know? It's not like sitting on a wooden chair, you know, because when I sit on a wooden chair for an extended period, my legs don't go to sleep. But if I sit on the toilet for, like, more than usual, like, my legs will go to sleep. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, that's how my that's how my foot felt. Like it was asleep, right? And I was like, well, that's not good, right? And so I went back to the doctor again. And I couldn't get in with my doctor, so I went to a different doctor, right? And by this point, I'm kind of agitated, you know? Because usually in a year's period, I might go to the doctor one time. You know, my doctor was like, not long ago, he said, you know, you might want to come in here more than once every seven or eight years, you know, or let us just check you out. But, uh, you know, I'll get a sinus infection or something will, you know, like my blood will come out of me and it's not supposed to come out of you. It's supposed to be inside of you, you know, for like stitches or things like that, like Usually I'm relatively healthy, so I don't I don't go to the doctor a lot. So this is my third doctor's visit in like a week's period. So I'm kind of aggravated, right? And so I go, and I can't see my doctor. I got to see this lady doctor, you know? And so I, I go in, and there's all these sick people in the waiting room, right? And I was sitting beside this old man with a beard. It was like this fat guy with a beard, I can't think of a nicer way to say that. I'm not saying fat like it's a bad thing. I think fat's kind of jolly. You know what I mean? When you're old and fat like a fat like Santa Claus, you know? Santa Claus is jolly. When you say good old fat Saint Nick, that's not like, I don't know. That's not bad. But uh, if you think that's bad, just you can leave me a one-star review for saying fat guy with a beard. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, but he was knitting. He was knitting, and it was it, it wasn't like he had just started knitting. It was like this this big thing that he was sitting there knitting, and I just thought that that was weird. Well, he was hacking. He was hacking everywhere, and like I was sitting right beside him. It was kind of crowded. It was early in the day. A lot of older people were in the doctor's office uh, because I guess like that they get their doctor's visits out of the way earlier in the day, and then the younger people might come in um, later after work if it's like a non-emergency. But he was hacking everywhere, and I had the thought in my head. I was thinking like, man, this can't be good, you know. And I just like pictured the germs like, just exiting his body and just landing on my face, you know? And sometimes, like, I have a beard, and I wash my beard every day, and I put I put beard balm in my beard, right? Because I will look like Castaway if I don't, and, and it's just bristly, and balm is good. Oil is kind of greasy, but I like the beard balm. And so I put bomb in my beard, and I'm like, man, this is how I felt. I felt like I had a beard full of Vaseline, and it was like a, what is that? Is it a Venus flytrap? Is that what the, 
you know, like the, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, like the tacky papers, the tacky tape that they used to catch flies on that would just hang down. Like, that's how I felt. Like a beard full of Vaseline, you know, running through the ER, catching every germ in my beard, you know? Maybe some gnats, a gum wrapper's in there, you know, a used syringe. But I was just sitting there like, oh, man, the knitting fat guy is, like, coughing into my beard. This is great, you know? And, uh, I mean, he might as well. I might have just have walked up and held my beard in the palm of my hand out to him and was like, just go ahead and cough in it, knitting fat guy. And um, he had a beard, too, but I didn't, like, cough in his beard because I was just there because of my tingly foot, you know? Why is my foot tingly? I didn't sit on the toilet for that long. And and it wouldn't go away. So I saw another doctor, right? And, you know, she said pretty much nothing. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. There's nothing pretty much we can do. Your foot is tingly. Like, you pinched a nerve, you know, because you're walking like you have a, a huge hemorrhoid problem. <laughs> she said, you're probably walking funny. And it's like, probably, what do you mean probably walking funny? Of course I'm walking funny. And, uh, yeah, you should have seen me. It was just like terrible. It was so terrible. I was like, a, I was, she was like, well, we're trying to put you back together again. Like I'm Humpty Dumpty, you know, shut up. But, uh, but anyway, so that was my third trip to the doctor. Well, when my back finally, finally started feeling better, I was written out for a week, and uh, I actually was get. They said if you're ready to go back to work, you know, early, you definitely can. It's you know, this is there's no telling exactly. Um, oh, she did do x-rays. They did x-rays. That was an experience. The lady in the x-ray room was weird because she just gave me shorts. And, like, I guess my shorts didn't work for the x-rays. And usually they'll say, you know, come get us when you're done, you know, changing. But this lady was like, uh, this lady was like, just tell me when you're done. And she just, like, turn around, you know. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. You know, she was a middle-aged woman. She was probably about 50, you know. I guess she was like, oh, have you seen one penis? You've seen them all. And I was just like, well, all right. I mean, it doesn't matter. When you're in pain, it really doesn't matter. When you're in pain, modesty is not a priority. You know what I mean? It's really not. You're just ready to be done. And then I had to... uh do some blood work, but there's nothing really. Big whoop, Glenn. <laughs> That's exciting. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I left there, you know, with my Vaseline Jeremy beard, man. And uh, and I was ready to go back to work uh, a day early. And so the day before I was, I was, uh, I was ready to go back to work, I started running a fever. And I was like, this is not cool, man. Because I was taking a lot of uh, ibuprofen. And I noticed that I would start, I would have chills and I would get hot. 
And then I would take my ibuprofen from my back every so many hours. And I would start sweating like my a fever would break. And I was like, well, this is weird. Well, then the next day I was like, man, I felt, I just felt pretty feverish and weak and I was like this is great so I started coming down with something because of the fat knitting guy that coughed into my beard right and so like I toughed it out for a couple days and then I had to go to the doctor again right and they said you have a virus and uh you cannot seem to catch a break sir and that's like my fourth doctor visit right and that's like the most that's probably how many times I've been to the doctor in the last four or five years, maybe. And I've been that many times um, this week um, or in the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands. Um, I just had to work through the virus. But uh, while my back was out, I had... uh, I had a lot of time, and I wrote down some ideas to podcast about, and then I wanted to talk to you guys about. But it's just you kind of get in a weird mental place when all that stuff. Like when I'm in pain, I get in a weird mindset when I'm not being productive, you know? And when I'll stare at the ceiling for hours, you know, it's just, it's just like, uh, I didn't want to put that on you. I didn't want to, because I knew, like, sometimes when I get depressed or when I feel depressed, I'll know, all right, man, I'm depressed. Uh, this will just go away. I mean, it's not what, sometimes you just got to go through stuff that sucks, you know, and you know that it won't last, but you just got to get through it, you know, and, but something that I did think about, right, I did think about this while I was, uh, while I was, had, was so inflicted with pain throughout my body, I did think about, hang on, take a sip of my water to just, I'll be right back. I have one of these styrofoam cups. I got it at a gas station. I feel bad about it. What's the best way to get rid of styrofoam? Can you recycle? Oh, man, there's like a little recycling thing on the bottom. Remember when all the McDonald's stuff, like everything came in styrofoam when I was younger? You saw a whole lot more styrofoam in like the 80s and 90s. And then people were like, styrofoam was bad. And... So everybody stopped doing it except for gas stations. They're like, we still don't care. We still don't care. But anyway, um, so I did have this thought um, while I was uh, while I was in bed as a, that I should be grateful because there are people that are in like horrible like zip tied in the trunks of cars and stuff. You know what I mean? And I had that thought and was like, Glenn, you're in bed. And I might have been in a weird position. Um, That might be why I thought that you should be grateful. You dimwit. You could be zip tied in the trunk of a car right now. And that kind of got me thinking. That got me thinking, like, how much stuff like that have I been around in my life? Because you witness so many messed up things 
in your life. Like you might be the witness to a robbery or a shooting or a crime of some sort. Like we witness all this terrible stuff, right, in in our lives. And just think about all the stuff that goes around, like goes on around us every day that we don't know is going on around us. Like there's horrible stuff everywhere, you know, going on everywhere. So like if you're going into Target to get your almond milk, get the vanilla almond milk because the grocery store was sold out of the almond milk that I want, but Target has it because I saw in their flyer this week. Like, you might be chasing something trivial in your life, and you walk by the trunk of a car, and somebody's, like, zip-tied in the trunk of a car with duct tape over their mouth, you know? And you don't even know. You walk right by them. Do-do-do-do-do. And there's, like, horrible stuff, you know, going on. And you're like, Glenn, that's not funny at all. There's no humor in thing that you just said. Yeah, but I'm just telling you that if you're feeling bad for yourself, you should think about stuff like that. Like, thoughts like that help me. If I'm down, like, if I can't be productive, and I'm just like, hmm, I can't do my normal stuff. Thinking about somebody's up tied in the trunk of a car that I walk by makes me feel better. Yeah, because there that probably has happened. Yeah, and there's like horrible stuff that happens every day. So I was like, man, I've seen so much jacked up stuff in my life. I bet, you know, there could be like a murder going on in close proximity to you. There could be like, I don't know, man. Like the person that, that, you know, took too long to turn at the light, you know, they could, like, be on their way to their, their car could just blow up, you know? And you could just be like, gosh, inconvenience for me. But that's just the thought that I had. Whatever gets you through, whatever helps you get through. <laughs> that's what, I guess I was grasping at straws. But, I mean, I made it. I made it. I my, 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 Back is probably at about 70%, and, I mean, my strength, I'm probably about 80, about 80%. But that's enough for me. I'm feeling good. You know, I I was, I did get aggravated because the doctors, the three doctors that I saw all said something different, and that's kind of, I, I don't know. That kind of got on my nerves a little bit because I'm like, man... You're all doctors. And one doctor was like, my doctor was like talking kind of smack about the first doctor I saw. And he's like, yeah, that's the old way to treat a backache. It's like, man, what? Is, is there some new cutting edge, you know, thing? And then what he told me jacked me up. So that did aggravate me a little bit. I was like, dude, come on, man. You're a doctor. Do better. I like when people say that. Do better. You just need to do better. Whoever came up with that advice was like, (laughs) Uh, they had a way with words. Why? Just do better. I've had people tell me that before. I've had a girlfriend tell me that, actually. Just to throw that out there. 
Do better. Okay. Shut up. But, uh... <laughs> oh, but I'm back. And I might be a little bit, I don't know, emotionally hungover from that whole experience. But I felt good enough to podcast today. And I wanted to podcast today because I did miss doing this. So I thought that I would throw something out there. I didn't actually plan to do anything uh, today because I have some cool stuff in the works as far as the Glenn Thinks the Podcast goes. I have a um, I have a guest coming on here soon. I touched base with him last night and uh and they kind of agreed we still have to work out some details and uh our schedules so uh so we can make that happen but it should be a lot of fun and i'm excited about that um so look for that coming up but uh but i want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast today I appreciate it. That's another short one. I'm not going to beat it to death today. Beat it. Um, just short and sweet. You know, because I really, uh, yeah, small doses is what you need of the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. But I just want to say that if you want to hit me up and hear me talk about any thing in particular you can email me at glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and I will respond to your email on my podcast that is available for public consumption it's like a it's like a buffet you can take it or leave it it's there on the podcast buffet you can see it. Like, if my podcast was on a buffet for your ears, where would it be? Let me think. Maybe, I don't know. It's that meat. Maybe it's that meat that's like maybe a piece of ham, you know? And it's been sitting there a while. I had some pineapple. They put a pineapple and a cherry on top of it. You know, the pine, like the ham sitting there, and you're like, ah, I could eat ham at home. You know, I'm at the buffet. I would like some fried chicken or one of those sirloin steaks. I paid $15 for crying out loud. Maybe I'll eat some scrimps or something like that. I don't want the ham, you know. But every once in a while, you know, an old lady walks by or an old man, you know. Or... Well, I wouldn't say a five-year-old. A five-year-old shouldn't listen to this podcast. Maybe they could because they don't know what's going on. Are they remembering stuff when you're five? Maybe if you're not remembering stuff when you're five, it'd be all right. Like, my podcast is for people that are just like, they'll take ham off the buffet or you're not making memories yet. <laughs> So you don't particularly care for, like my podcast, maybe if you have a toddler that won't go to sleep at nap time, you know, I'll, my soothing voice, man, they won't remember anything. 
Oh, that's horrible. Don't do that. I take all of that, like the everything that I've said for the last five minutes, just forget about that. The whole buffet analogy, it didn't work as good. I didn't know where it was going when I went into it, and then I got into it and was like, yeah, wish I hadn't gone down this road, man. But anyway, uh, my email, yeah, uh, com. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, that's the social media platform uh that i engage in sporadically um well it's like i have spasms like my back spasms i have twitter spasms but uh you can find me there thank you for listening it means a lot i like to do this and i love my listeners so uh y'all guys take care of yourselves Lift with your knees. Lift with your knees, not with your back. And uh, if you go to a doctor's office and you are a man or a woman and you have a beard, right? Uh, No judgment. Uh, And you have beard balm in your beard. When you get home, wash that nasty thing. All right, peace out.